I have decided that I will relinquish the office of Speaker on Sunday, 21st of June. This will allow the House to proceed to elect a new Speaker on Monday, 22nd of June. As you just heard, the Speaker of the House of Commons will stand down on the 21st of June. My name is Jude Crocker, and in order to get a clearer understanding of the process of electing a new Speaker, I spoke to Chris Stanton, Clerk of Divisions, and responsible for organising the ballot of the Speaker. I started by asking Chris Stanton when the election would be held. It's going to be on the afternoon and probably into the evening of Monday the 22nd of June um, and nominations are going to be received um, in the morning of that day and then uh, the House will meet at 2.30 and begin by hearing addresses by each of the candidates who are standing and then it'll move to a series of ballots um, until either there are no candidates in the running except one or one candidate has more than 50% of the vote in one of the ballots. Um, and who can stand as a candidate for the Speaker? Any member can stand, but they do need to meet some requirements. They need to have at least 12 nominations in support of them um, from other members, and not more than 15, but 12 is the minimum. And three of those have to be from members who were elected for a different party from the candidate themselves, so that they, there is some measure of cross-party support um, for that for each candidate. And uh, who's going to preside over the actual proceedings of the day? The standing order that governs the system for electing a speaker describes the person taking the chair as that member present in the House and not being a Minister of the Crown, who has served for the longest period continuously as a member of this House. So it's the person who is known colloquially as the father of the house. It's, it's the person who has been here for the longest unbroken period since their first election. And that's uh, Right Honourable Alan Williams. They have a few formal rules. They draw the ballot uh, for the order of candidates uh, addressing the house. And that's a, that's a random thing that they will draw that ballot during the course of the morning. Um, and it will be announced to the house before it meets at 2.30. They will then, as I said, um, open, the, open the sitting and uh, call a minister to, uh, to, to give the message from the Queen that it's time to elect a new speaker. Um, and then they will... Uh, call the candidates to address the House in order that, of the ballot that was drawn earlier in the day. Um, when that's happened, and those uh, they have all made their addresses to the House, then he will remind members, presumably, I think, of the, of the, of the, uh, of the arrangements for the ballot and declare the ballot open on the, for the first round, as it were. And, uh, and that will last for 30 minutes from the time of the opening of the ballot. And we're going to be using the division lobbies. These are the lobbies where members in, in the normal course of events vote. Um, we're going to set them up slightly differently this time um, uh, because it's a different sort of election. There will be ballot boxes and, and uh, members uh, will receive ballot papers uh, in the lobbies. But um, uh, th that's where the event will happen. And that uh, is, is scheduled to take 30 minutes according to the standing order. And there could obviously be a number of rounds to this process. So it could actually take quite a long time for this result to come through. It could go on for a while. It, uh, it will carry on certainly until we've got a result um, and uh, I can't predict exactly how many rounds of balloting there will be but um, uh, 
the last time under the old system, when there were 12 candidates and each one there was a, there was a vote on each one, it went on until about 11 o'clock at night before the, uh, the speaker was installed. Um, now, this system works in a completely different way, but it, it may take a while, even with this one, for the exhaustive ballot process, that, as it's called, uh, to produce the result. It's impossible to say how many rounds there will be. We don't know how many candidates there will be. After each ballot, the rules state that the person who came last in the ballot is removed from the, the next round of voting, and anyone who got less than 5% is also removed from the, la the next round of voting. There is also a 10-minute period after the result is announced where any member who's a candidate but decides that they no longer want to be a candidate uh, can tell the, the, tell the member presiding uh, that they wish to withdraw. And then at the end of that 10-minute period, the next slate of candidates for the next ballot can be finalised. Um, so the system, I think, was designed so that um, an initial ballot would give every candidate an equal chance. Uh, nobody has any priority. They're all on the same piece of paper. But that the results may then inform candidates as to how likely their, their chances of success are. What would a candidate have to do in order to win the nomination to be Speaker? Well, it's the, uh, it's, there's two possible ways that a, a, a final result could emerge. One is that um, after one of the ballots... Um, all of all but one of the candidates withdraw, in which case there is only one candidate left, and at that point the presiding member would put the question to the House formally that that person take the chair as Speaker. Um, the other eventuality is when one of the rounds of balloting produces a result which shows one candidate has more than 50% of the vote, and at which point, again, the member presiding would put the question that that member who had more than 50% of the vote take the chair as Speaker. So all of this procedure is based on some uh, very important texts. Can you just give us an overview of, of these? Standing orders are the rule book of the House of Commons, and they govern uh, not only who the member presiding is, and that's a standing order number one, but also the rules for the balloting system that we're going to use that was um, agreed to by the House in 2001. And that goes into a reasonable amount of detail um, about how the people are to be nominated and how the uh, results of the ballots are to be treated and how subsequent ballots are to be held. The arrangements in some of the details will, you know, are having to be worked out um, under the authority of the Clerk of the House, who's the, the senior official in the House of Commons, and that is provided for in the standing order as well. That The rule book as it stands, is in about three or four pages of standing order number 1B, and that's all on the internet. You can find out more information about the election of the new speaker on www.parliament.uk. Thank you for listening to this Parliament podcast.